0: What's up everyone? Welcome to the Truth Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Benitez. Today, we're going to talk about a hot topic, a sensitive topic, so to speak. What does it mean to be worldly? What in the world does it mean to be worldly? This is a question that honestly, I think a lot of Christians, especially if you're coming out of the law, into grace, which the majority of our listeners—they're either a new converts or new Christians from crusades or where, wherever they get this message of grace uh, sent to them. But a lot, I would say, a lot of Christians are Christians who grew up within the church. Who maybe they were going to any type of church, whether it's Methodist or of faith charismatic it doesn't matter a lot of christians who listen to us and a lot of people in general are people who were in bondage to this religious um notion don't be worldly or he's being carnal do you ever hear about that dre like oh dre's in the studio what's up dre hey guys what's good she has such a soft gentle voice compared to my mind's like abrupt it's kind of like in your face what do you think? It's a good balance. Yeah, it's really interesting. But no, this is this is honestly a great great question that needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed because a lot of people, they they I think personally that they are afraid. They come out of the law. They come out of Word of Faith, Charismatic Methodist Baptist, um, any type of even non-denominational churches are still preaching law, but they come out of some sort of. Religious background Some sort of legalistic law background And they come out of there And we've been taught I heard it Listen guys Not only did I hear it preach, But I used to preach it We're going to be talking about Romans 12 verse 2 About not being conformed to this world But be transformed by the renewing of your mind That was low-key Like my one of my two go uh, scriptures to preach on Legit Ask anybody so what what we're gonna be talking about today? It's not. I mean, everything. Everything that that um the Lord has me sharing on these podcasts are things that the Lord has uh, matured me from and is still maturing me. It's still He's still working on my heart. He's still softing my my heart. He's still opening my eyes. So I'm speaking um, on the authority that God has given me, but also understand I'm not speaking from a condemnation standpoint. I'm speaking because I used to preach. What I preach against. capish? Like I used to be there. I used to be like this person is worldly. This person is carnal. And it needs to be addressed because when you come under the grace of God. Which is the only message. It is the only gospel. Is the gospel of grace. The gospel of peace. Peace with God. And when you come out of the law into grace. This glorious wonderful liberty. There is this um, fear I would say. This fear of, dang, am I being too worldly? Well, what does it mean to be worldly? Am I being carnal? Do I need to, like, can I wear skinny jeans now? First of all, skinny jeans are not even in anymore, so don't wear skinny jeans. Uh, but, like, no seriously, like, am I, can I wear this? I'm a dude, can I get tattoos now? Like, honestly, I had these questions. You come under grace, and it's like all these questions that no one has the testosterone to talk about, which, yo, if you didn't check out the previous episode... We kind of just unleashed and I answered a lot of questions um, that I had that you possibly may have about whether it's drinking wine, whether it's uh, whatever legalistic questions that you may have. Go check it out. It's called it, it's such an awesome episode. Go check it out. It's called The Art, <laughs> the Art of Befriending. And if you wanna make a lot of friends like Jesus did, which is you should. You you should be you should want to impact the world. You should not want to to just be uh, stuck to me, myself, my family, my wife and, and my two friends. That's it. No, you should be able to to function in society and make an p- impact. So go check it out. But this episode, this is another one of those questions, right? Another one of those questions where it's like, okay, well, what does it mean to be worldly? Are we that It's like such a condemning, shameful, religious message. He's just worldly. She's just worldly. They're just carnal. They're just carnal. And it's freaking flung around where they have no idea what the hell, literally, in the literal hell, they have no idea what the hell they are talking about. They don't know what it means to be worldly. They don't know what, according to the scriptures, not according to your opinion. What does the Bible have to say? Like I like Dre and I jump on here and we let the spirit of God flow, but please understand, I'm not saying anything without having the Holy Scriptures clearly, clearly backing it up. Even when I talked about drinking wine, go listen to it. Not even I didn't even I never even said this is my opinion this is what i think you should do All I it was just present to you what the holy scriptures the inspired word of god has to say and that's how it should be so let's go to the scriptures what does it mean to be worldly what does it mean to be worldly let's go to romans chapter 12 verse 2 by the way i want to tell you guys this funny story before we get into some serious business we were today we were in malibu today <laughs> And I was just soaking. I was just. The sun was just kissing our faces, and we were just soaking up the sun, getting a nice golden tan. I'm just trying to paint a picture for you guys here, okay? And I'm watching the waves. They're pretty gnarly. And this freaking umbrella just starts to. Fl- <laughs> someone's umbrella starts to fly up in the air, starts to like go in circles, and almost literally stabbed this one dude. And I was like, I was like, I was like, Dre, did you see that? He's like, Yeah. I was like. That guy's cursed. I said, uh, I said, you know, I said, if you're not saved, curses follow you because you you become blessed by what? By fasting? No, you become blessed by accepting, by putting faith in the finished work of the cross, by by realizing that it's already finished. I am the righteousness of God by faith. So in the same exact way that blessings chase you and me, listener. And when someone's cursed, it's like that freaking umbrella. Out of nowhere, out of all the people there, out of nowhere, this umbrella just got up with its mind of its own and almost stabbed this dude, bro. I mean, it, it was crazy, but I just wanted to share that because I thought that was such a crazy experience. But my point is that blessings follow you. Curses follow those who are not saved. And if you're not saved and you're listening, hey, guess what? We'll give you an opportunity at the end of this to get saved. It's as simple as putting your faith in Jesus. That's it. But just realize that blessings, listener, you. You're not cursed. Blessings, you should have this expectation. You should have this expectation of hope, expectation of good, that blessings follow you. Blessings are follow. You're like a magnet in the same exact way. This is good. That Jesus became a curse. And be, when he became a when he became cursed, when he became sin, the curse and the punishment, the judgment, automatically was attracted and magneted. Magnet is not even a word like magnetized to him. He became a curse, and he became a magnet for every punishment, every curse, every every judgment was laid on him. Now. Did he do any sin? No, but he became sin. Now, you, listener, you and I, you became the righteousness of God. By what? By doing good? No, by putting your faith. It is imputed, it is accredited unto you. Now that you are the righteousness of God, guess what you are a magnet for? You are a magnet for blessings and good tidings, good things. Are, are magne- They're magnetized I need to look up that word Magnetized to you Good things are magnetized Prosperity is f- trying to find you it, it, it is magnetized to you Blessings are magnetized to you Good things, favor, goodness, mercy th- These are all magnetized to you Because you are the righteousness of God So that was good. I, I'm glad that the Lord was able to bring some spiritual meat to me, laughing at some dude almost getting stabbed by an umbrella because <laughs> that was crazy. Romans chapter twelve verse two, you ready, Dre? What does Romans chapter twelve verse two have to say? And be not conformed to this world, but be e or be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I feel like the word of faith movement always preaches this, because I used to preach that. Let's read it again. Ready? And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. It's funny because you would think, according to most religious people's perspectives and doctrines, you would assume that when they say don't be conformed to this world but be transformed the bible says how by renewing your mind but according to most religious people you would think that it would say uh, be transformed by changing the way that you dress be transformed by changing the way that you talk be transformed by changing who you hang out who you hang out with be transformed by your church attendance, be transformed by changing where you live, changing how much you serve, be transformed by serving uh, the church, be transformed by tithing, be transformed by whatever you fill in the blank. But does it say that? Does it say that you are transformed by serving, by by changing how you talk, by changing how you dress, by changing who you hang out with, by changing what you listen to, by changing what you watch, by changing these things? Does it say that you're transformed by that? She's nodding her head. No. What does it say? You are transformed how? By renewing your mind. And this is one indicative that you are in a church that is preaching law and bondage. There is no renewing my, renewing of mind in the congregation. People aren't being set free. It's like you go to church, because I've been there. You go to church, and it's like you get this hoorah message. But people's lives aren't changed. People's minds aren't renewed. Months pass by, and you're still in the same bondage. Months pass by and people you don't see people's lives change. You don't see their minds renewed because as a man thinks in his heart so is he. So if people's minds aren't renewed, then people's lives aren't changed. And that's one major indicative is that if you're in a church that is just shallow, I mean, you go down Instagram, it's it's all over there. And I'm just telling you guys this to again to discern. To mature and to realize these things Because people ask us all the time So the Bible clearly says Don't be conformed to this world But be transformed How? Not by exterior But by renewing your mind And we say well he's worldly Okay what does it mean to be worldly? Because according to this scripture It says don't be conformed to this world But be transformed by the renewing of your mind So clearly it's telling us That it is in the way that we think that we're either a worldly or that we're either b spiritual. It's it's very interesting because many many and you and I I know you listener, you and I have been taught that hey if you're worldly, you know he, he's wearing ripped jeans. He's worldly. He she she's actually like wearing a crop top. She's showing her belly. She's worldly she's like she they just got a tattoo they're, they're worldly. they're listening to bad bunny to Drake, they're listening to french montana they're listening to whatever What was that indie band whatever powers of waves they're listening to powers of waves they're worldly uh sir it says to be conformed do not be conformed to this world by re- and But to be transformed by renewing your mind. So what that is telling us is that you are... The way that you are thinking is either worldly or is spiritual. What does it mean to be worldly? What it means to be worldly, clearly... Like what this is telling us is, hey, it's when you renew your mind that you are transformed instead of conformed to the world. That's good. When you renew your mind... Read the, read the scripture. I'm just literally uh, unveiling it and kind of breaking it down for you. R- write this down. When you renew your mind, you are transformed and not conformed to this world. So when you begin to change the way that you think, well, Anthony, I agree. I agree. That's why we need to not sin. Like so what, you bro? First of all, what is your obsession with sin? <laughs> first of all, the entire book of Romans, which we're reading, uh, the forty-eight times that Paul mentioned sin, uh, I'm not going to go into it, but I want the Lord's going to begin to plant this. This is a deep seed right into your heart. Ready? The entire the forty-eight times that Paul mentioned the word sin in the book of Romans, which is the manifesto of Christianity. Out of those 48 times, Paul never once did he use the word sin as a verb or something that you do. He used it as a noun, as a place that we have been delivered from. Selah. We'll get into it in a different time. So what is what is this obsession with, with sin? What is this obsession with doing? My answer is because, because the way that they are thinking is worldly what this is telling us is the way that you are transformed is by renewing your mind and when you are transformed you are you will not be conformed to this world it's not exterior but it's int- it is within it is internal it is within our mind so what does it mean to be worldly what it means to be worldly is that you will continue to think the way that the world system thinks You will continue to think that the way and hey, religious, legalistic, works, duty, performance-based Christianity is worldly. So when you change when you and I change the way that we think from the law into grace we have been transformed we are being transformed and we are not being conformed to the world what it mean? what does it mean to be conformed to the world what it means to be conformed to the world is that you as a christian will think the same way than any other person christian or not thinks hey though the struggle is real work hard play hard work harder the grind work hard get blessed work hard it's on me it's me you need to de- get disciplined be disciplined work harder i need to get up earlier and work harder i need to i need to be more disciplined i need to fast more i need to do more i need to do my there was a home depot box that we got this says, where doers get stuff done i was like is this uh where the faith church or is this home depot <laughs> hello where doers get stuff done Do Do more Do more Get out there and do I will do this I work hard I work hard I edit. I'm i diligent And the Bible says a lot about diligent But listen to what I have to say I, I'm diligent I'm tenacious I get stuff done It's up to me it, You know there was a saying I, th- I don't know if it's from Gandhi or whatever But it says uh, Be the change that you want to see in other people Or if it's uh, i forgot what i said but if it's up, if the change is there it's up to me something like that this is this is what it means to be worldly guys it is for you to rely on your effort it's for you to think that the work the more work that i put in the more i get out it is the more that i do i get it is the the more perfect i become the more disciplined i become and hey i was such a stickler for discipline the more disciplined I become, the more harder I work, the more stuff that I do, the more perfect I get. It is my willpower. You know, to worship your own will is idolatry. To worship your own effort is idolatry because you're worshiping your will. Your worship, which in Colossians it says God has come to set us free from that. To to focus on me, on my will, on my work, on my discipline, on my self-effort, on my three keys to prosperity, on my three keys to this. on It's always up to me. It's me. It's you. It's you. What's the difference between that and a Tony Robbins seminar? What's the difference between that and any other college graduate seminar? It's up to you. Here are the keys. It's up to you. If you put the formula in, then it's up to you. You will get the results according to you. You read any job description. If you're hunting for a job, what did they say? Oh, you. it's a performance-based job, performance-based plan. You get paid as much as you produce. What's the difference between that and many churches that there's like, oh, it's all about me. It's all about my work. It's all about what I do. It's all about... It, what what is, it, what is all this called, guys? It's called the law. The law. You know, any... And, and when I talk about the law, how it has been done away with according to Second Corinthians chapter 3. Yes, I'm talking about the Ten Commandments. Write it down. I am talking about the, the Ten Commandments. But any law that you and I put ourselves under, any dogmatic rule that you and I put ourselves under, is it law. That is a law if i need to do this before i go to sleep that's a law if i need to do this before i leave the house that's a law if i need to if i need to pray and lay hands over my wife or my kids before they leave that's a law if i need to, any any dogmatic law or rule that you put yourself under is the law yes the 10 commandments specifically But people are like, well, Anthony, I do not even know the Ten Commandments. Well, that's great. Don't know them. Don't even look into them. But any law, any dogmatic law that you put yourself under, any demand, that's the law. And by re- and by, the the results will produce death. But a- any demand, anything that that, like when you when you feel yourself is because you've put yourself under some sort of demand, some sort of obligation, some sort of duty. I need to do this, and the flesh is self effort. It it is you're, that's good. You're dominated by you thinking that it's up to you. To someone who is not spiritual, that's, oh, that's modest. He thinks he can do it. He wants to serve God. He wants to do better. But that's the same exact trap that the children of Israel fell in when they said, we can do that. Everything that God commands us to do, we can do. And he said, okay, really? And that's when the law came in. And right after the law came in, they were worshiping a freaking golden cow. Moo. And then idolatry, partying, drinking. Because, and so, guys... <laughs> God's way, the way that God thinks is literally what is the majority of the times, I would say nine out of ten times, is the, is the opposite of what you and I think. We think if we want to do good, then we need to implement more rules. We need to implement more disciplines. We need to, we need to get more, we need to get more, we need to sharpen up on our behavior, uh, uh, character. Be, uh, our character, uh, no, what's this behavior thing? It's, um, what, what listener? If this was live you would type this in. I'm talking about us like focusing on oh, like reading behavior, reading physical like attributes. Oh, he's crossing his arms. Body language. language, Learning about body language. I need to I need to learn about body language. I need if I want to be a good speaker. I need to learn about body language. I need to learn about different um, no
1: more like different
0: attitudes. Like oh, I am a type B. I'm a type A. I'm a type one, two, three. I'm um, type this, and it's all this secular stuff. It's all external. It it's you learning how to like like what like what stuff, like what taking assessments. Any secular job makes you take ass- take assessments. Assessments reading about, bi- about behavior uh, mechanisms and all this. That's it's like what? Mirroring. You know what I mean? Like all these things. Oh, he he's a type A, so I should approach him. Like, what? These are this is what the Bible calls worldly. To be so to be worldly is not the way that you dress. It's not what you watch or what you don't watch It's not what you listen to or don't listen to It's n- It's none of these things None of these external Religion is always external It's all behavior modification To be worldly is of the heart, of the mind Is to be dominated by your self-effort To be fleshly To be carnal means to be dominated by your self-effort By thinking that it's up to you If it's, if oh, this is this is the quote if it's meant to be, it's up to me.
1: Good.
0: If it's meant to be, it's up to okay. me. But many Christians have the same exact mindset and then like, say, oh, well, it's, it's modest.
1: Can I read something? Yeah. So, this is uh, something that I read. That it just came up because I was, that you brought up carnal and I was like, this is, the scripture actually kind of talks about what the definition more specifically on, on what carnal means, right? So, this is Paul and, um, to the Corinthian church and it's in first Corinthians three, it's one through four, but I'll read into maybe second. It says I had to nurse you and feed you with milk, not with the solid food of more advanced teachings because you weren't ready for it. In fact, you are still not ready to be fed solid food for you are living your lives dominated by the mindset of the flesh that's what we're talking about ask yourselves is there jealousy among you do you compare yourselves with others do you quarrel like children and end up taking sides if so this proves that you are living your life centered on yourselves dominated by the mindset of the flesh and behaving like unbelievers so this is pretty much exactly what you were talking about regarding how is a christian mindset any different from unbelievers if you're quarreling um causing divisions i know in the in the kjv or the new kjv it says uh, for ye are yet carnal for whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions are ye not carnal and walk as men so that's kind of the definition if you're really really want to dig into it as far as like scripturally uh envy where there's envy strife and division that's what carnality is
0: that's good so that brings me to my second point so number one w- yeah what does it mean to be carnal? number one you're focused on the law you're focus on your self-effort. You're focused on if I do more, then I get more. You're focused on conniving your way to the top like a corporate ladder. If I kiss if I kiss ass to this pastor, then I'm gonna get in there. If I kiss their butt, then I'm gonna do that. If I make friends with that person, then I'm gonna like connect, make a connection to that one. If I make that, then it's all it's all it's all about the law. It's all about doing, 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 doing. Listen to this. The entire world system is governed by the law. Every country is governed The entire world is governed by law So number one That's what it means to be carnal Is that you're constantly Thinking About self-effort About dogmas Being dogmatic Being Demanding of yourself And others Number two Exactly what Dre was talking about When you come under the law Everything that she was talking about The strife The envy the jealousy, the pride is, a, the Bible says, they are works of the flesh. You see? So it's not how, what you dress or what you don't dress or or which, or who you hang out with or what you listen to. So number one, to be worldly is being focused on the law, being dogmatic, being legalistic, focusing on your works, focusing on your duty, focusing on your performance. And number two, what the result is is the works of the flesh will produce strife. The works of the flesh in Galatians, it says it. I'm gonna to go to it right now and it's gonna be pretty brutal, but we're gonna get through it. it. It talks about the works of the flesh are these envy, strife, adult actually let's go to it right now. Adultery, all these things. So this is what it means to be worldly guys. Exactly what <laughs> what Dre was talking about is that yes this is these are the works of the flesh. But jealousy, insecurity, pride, all these things don't just come out of nowhere. They come from the law. They come from partaking of, they come from partaking of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And when you are under the law, these are the works of the law. These will be uh, very evident in your life is when you realize, hey, all these things, all these impurities Because people don't want to talk about holiness and all this stuff Hey, when you become so dogmatic and focused on your effort And, and not only that, but then you put a demand not only on yourself But then your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend And and, and you start being demanding and condemning Guess what's going to uh, populate in your life Galatians chapter 5, you ready? Take a deep breath because these things are pretty like heavy Galatians 5 verse 17 says this For the flesh lusts against the spirit And the spirit against the flesh And these are contrary one to the other So that you cannot do the things that you would Verse 19 Now the works of the flesh are manifest Which are these? You ready? Adultery Fornication Uncleanness Lasciviousness Idolatry Witchcraft Hatred Variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies Heresies, oh they come from grace brother Heresies according to the Bible Come from someone being under the law F- Comes from someone trusting in their self effort Verse 21 envy The list goes on Envies, murders He fell from grace No well, what does it mean to fall from grace? Is to go under the law. And the result is murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such alike. And if you read it in the Amplified Classic, it gets even more descriptive. But I'm not going to get too much into it because I'm trying to keep this very uplifting and not depressing. So what does it mean to be worldly? It's of the heart. When it means to be Demand centered It means to be full of the law It means to trust yourself It means to be a, a, a doer perspective I need to do And when you come under the work of the law You come under the curse of the law When you are being uh, y- When you are yielding to your flesh When you are trusting in your self-effort What well, we just read All these things Drunkenness Murder Hatred, wrath, jealousy, strife, envy, gossiping, slander, uncleanness. All these things come as a result of the work of the flesh. So all these things, this is what it means to be worldly, guys. It's not, it's not, it's not external. Like, I don't know how else to put it, but it's not external. It is of the heart. And I say this, I feel like I said every episode, right? Because it's time for us to mature and realize that it's not external. Everything in the New Testament is of the heart. So, so to be worldly, my answer to you, listener, you very uh, curious and open listener, my answer to you, what does it mean to be worldly? It's of the heart. It is to fall away from grace, it is to depart from grace and go under the law, to be focused on self, to be self-conscious, to be focused on me. I need to do more, I need to be more disciplined. I need to read more of the Bible. I need to pray more. And when you do that, you're going to start putting that on your wife. You're going to start putting that on your boyfriend, on your girlfriend. You're going to start putting that on your kids. You're going to start putting that on your friends. And when you are demand-focused, your the works of the flesh are evident. And you're going to be carnal. That's what it means to be carnal. It, it, it's, it's not that I wear, to be carnal. It's not that I wear a button-down shirt and I button it all the way three buttons down. That's not what it is. That's being immature. That's you thinking it's every every oh, it's external. Bro, you know, he's wearing skinny jeans now. He's wearing this. He's doing that. He's wearing too much jewelry. She's wearing a crop top. Oh, she's wearing these type of shorts now. Oh, they're wearing this. It's that's so immature. That's that's so that's so foolish. That's so foolish to think that it means that to be worldly is external. But the Bible says to be worldly is of the heart. It is thinking according to the law. It is thinking of demands. I need to do it. If it's up to me, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. The Home Depot saying how doers get stuff done. If you put that in a church, most of the passions are going to be, Amen, brother. We need to do more for the kingdom of God. How doers get stuff done. Bro, that's from freaking Home Depot, bro. That's that's what it means to be worldly. The religious system of this day and in, since freaking the beginning of time, religion has always been demand-centered. Religion is to be worldly. To be legalistic is to be worldly. To be demand-centered is to be worldly. To be... Very, very, very focused on the law, and up to me. And I need to do this. I need to purge this. I need to get rid of this. I need to do that. That's what it means to be worldly, because you're focusing on yourself. You're you are self conscious. You're self centered. You're and I'm telling you, when you focus on yourself, you're gonna see nothing but darkness, because you have the flesh. If you, I'm telling you, if you wanna have a I'll say something stronger. A crappy ass day. Begin, go be introspective. Go be introspective. Go begin to think about your thoughts. Think about uh, what you need to do better. Think about how undisciplined you are. Think about how, how to go and, and look what happens. I'm telling you, you don't need to. I'm telling you, this is the result. It's darkness. Because in, you, in me, dwells no good thing. Romans chapter 7. So I want to close out with this. To be worldly, my friend, it is not external. It is not what you wear. It is not what you listen to. It is not what you don't listen to. It is not who you hang around with. It is not who you don't hang around with. Everything is of the heart. In the New Testament, it is of the heart. You can be wearing a three-piece suit and be free. Or you you can be wearing a tank top with tattoos all the way to your neck and be in bondage. Everything is of the heart. Everything is of the heart. A girl can be wearing a crop top, and she can be spiritual. But someone else can be wearing long skirts and no makeup, and she can be super worldly. What? How, how Anthony? Because of the, how they're thinking. One person is thinking of, of grace and the goodness of God and the mercy of God, and it's not up to me. It's on the finished work of the cross, and they're spiritual. Another person to the external. To the person who just judges on uh, on appearance. The Bible says, judge righteous judgment. Don't judge according to appearance, but judge righteous judgment. When you look at someone, oh, they're wearing a three-piece suit. They're really holy. They're really spiritual. No, they're actually very worldly because in their mind, they, they all, all they think about is themselves. All they think about is up to me. All they think about is my discipline. All they think about, I need to do more. But someone can be super relaxed wearing freaking flip-flops and a tank top. And that person is spiritual because that person knows about the grace of God. And it's not about me. It's about what God has done. It's about what Jesus Christ has finished on the cross. It's about Jesus. Gee, what a wonderful revelation. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. What? Are you serious? Yeah, bro, sis, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It is is about what He has done. It's not about you. It's not about what you need to do more. It's not about what you need to stop. It's not about what you need to get rid of. It is about what Jesus has done. It It is all about Jesus. What a wonderful revelation, right? Very simple. All about Jesus. None of you. All of Christ. So that's what it means to be worldly. So I want to end here. Don't allow anyone to condemn you, don't allow anyone to bring shame to you. It's not external. People who are immature, baby Christians, They'll look at you, and now that, you, now that you're under grace, you know, I go out, I told you this today, I go out of my way to make sure that I, I said it before, I'm a sheep in wolf's clothing. I go out of my way to look e-religious. To blend in with society. Like a free, like a freaking Trojan horse, and they they don't even know what hit them. When they're touched with the grace of God. Gee, how wise is that? Versus going in there, wearing those, uh, long, as a man, wearing a freaking dress. <laughs> Standing out like a sore thumb. Oh, he's very spiritual. He's like, you know, those robes. What's the difference between that and like, yeah. Like, well, Benson, and I love Benson and Hose, God bless him. But like, well, Benson used to wear, oh, they're super spiritual. He's, he's a man of power right. you are judging just like an unbeliever judges based on appearance. Be spiritual. understand that it's not about you it's about Jesus. understand that to be worldly it means to be law centered the entire world system. And I'll end with this Is governed by law Go down Sunset Boulevard Go down Broadway Go down Ocean Drive in Miami Ask anybody coming out of the nightclub Hey What, um, what do you think is um, Like if you were to die today Would you go to heaven? And if you think that Why do you think that is? Go down Sunset Boulevard, go down Ocean Drive. You know what they'll tell you? You know what, I I think I would. Because, and then, listen to this. Because I give to charity, I try to mind my own business. I do uh, poverty, give backs every year, once a year. I take care of my grandma. I take care of my dad, I have put my dad into a nursing home, I've done better, I haven't murdered, I haven't killed, I haven't cheated on my wife, I haven't abandoned my children, I, 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 I haven't done, I've done, I've done this, I haven't done that, I've done this. Ask any unbeliever coming out of the bars, nightclubs, anything. Even if you, let's say, even if you go down Rodale Drive, ask anybody. I, I'm telling you, go as an experiment if you don't believe me. Ask any sinner, ask anyone who doesn't believe in our wonderful Savior, Jesus Christ. Ask them what would cause them to go to heaven and everything will point to what they have done or what they have not done. It points back to them. Go to most most churches and ask them, hey, you know, does God love you? Are you the righteousness of God? Well, yeah, you know, I, ever since I got saved, Anthony, I've stopped smoking. I've actually uh, got a new uh, group of friends. I actually don't watch any, any TV. I actually don't watch any movies. Uh, I don't do that. I was just having lunch with a group of guys. And one of the dudes <laughs> it was that one dude I was you about. He was there and he was and, and then the, we were talking about casinos and someone was gambling, whatever. And then this dude who's super religious spoke up, and he's like, well, I don't do any of that. And, like, I'm like, no one asked you, bro. You were not even in this conversation, but you feel the need to just be like, well, I don't do that, just so you guys know. I don't do any of that, he said. Like, super prideful. Well, I don't do any of that. Good for you. No one freaking asked you, bro. So... Go compare someone that you interviewed Down Ocean Drive, down Sunset d- Down Manhattan, down uh, Fifth Avenue And compare to any type of religious person And if it points to you Chances are you're worldly That's what it means to be worldly, guys Let's wake up and mature And realize it is not external it, Everything is of the heart Grace is of the heart Law is of the heart Everything is of the heart To be worldly is of the heart To be spiritual is of the heart If you're manifesting pride Insecurity Jealousy Then chances are 10 out of 10 That you are under the law In some type of department in your life You are looking to yourself And self is the problem So To be worldly is of the heart. And realize this. To be carnal is of the heart. Don't let anyone condemn you. Realize that because you're listening to the grace of God, you are spiritual. Congratulations. Congrats. You won a million dollars. (laughs) Like, you are spiritual, my friend. Grace is spiritual meat. And I want to end with this This is something that The Lord showed me That is pretty awesome You ready Dre? John the Apostle of Love I'm going to wrap up John the Apostle of Love So you had Jesus You know that he had 70 disciples And out of the 70 He had 12 And out of the 12 He had 3 He had an inner circle So there's So there's A closer proximity In relationship to God We all In in our position We're all sons of God Mm -hmm. But, But Our intimacy With the Lord Is different and out of those three, who was the one that was at the feet on the crucifixion? Was John the Apostle of Love?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why? Because and he, he's called the Apostle of Love, and he wrote about first in First John, God is love. No greater, no no greater love than this than than one would lay down his life for his friend. It's not be, it's not that we love God, but that He loved us first. Mm-hmm. So grace and love is the highest form of revelation that anyone can have. Out of the 70, out of the 12, and even out of the three, John the apostle of love was so close to Jesus because what? Because he was aware of how good he was? No, that was Peter. Peter's like, I would do this for you, Lord. And he ended up falling. But John was so close that he relied on the love of God. And he said, I, whom the, uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved, John was aware of Jesus' love for him Not his love for Jesus As Peter was I, I, I'll go to the end of the earth for you Lord And he ends up denying him Cussing, cursing With cursing and profanity Wonderful, colorful language Because he was focused on himself Like the world But John the apostle of love When everyone else was gone There was John the apostle Whom Jesus turned to him and said Take care of my mom Because why? Because John had a revelation of God's love for him, which is grace. So, grace is the highest form of revelation, understanding. God's love for us is the highest form of revelation, my friend. Do not let anyone deceive you because I've seen this. Yo, I know about grace. Now it's time for deeper stuff, brother. No, there is no deeper stuff. The love of God, the grace of God is the meat. It is the deep ocean waters. Dive into it. And as you do so, my friend, guess what? You will be Transformed. By renewing your mind. And even though. You look like the world. You're not of the world. Even though you dress like the world. You're not of this world. But inside you are spiritual. To the religious system. They'll call you worldly. Because you're not wearing. What what they wear. You're not talking the way they talk. You're not. Uh, oh Lord God, <sighs> what did you say? Lord Jesus, oh Lord, of oh, oh, and like, all this stupid, 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 stupid stuff. But realize that you are spiritual, my friend. Don't let them bully you Don't let them condemn you I'm here for you As your pastor Telling you You are spiritual For listening to grace You are spiritual For understanding That God loves you Not based on what you do But because of The son of God Jesus Christ of Nazareth You are spiritual You are not worldly I don't care What you freaking wear I don't care What you watch I don't care How you talk How eloquent Or not eloquent You don't talk That's all That's all Appearance Shifting shadows. You are spiritual because you believe in the grace of God and not in the law. That, my friend, is what it means to be worldly or spiritual. It is a fruit of the spirit. It is maturity. Realizing that it is God's love for you. Not how doers get stuff done like the Home Depot box. That was freaking crazy. Like Home Depot. is good. So I want to leave you guys with this. So that is what it means to be worldly. Any, any, any last, any last things, Trey?
1: I mean, if you can intake this, we're we're talking about solids here. When Paul talks about milk, and kind of going back to what I was saying, like these are essentially advanced teachings. Like if you can handle this, I mean, we're talking about like going from like milk to processed food to like solid food into like strong meat guys so if you can take this this is what it truly means to be spiritual you're understanding these things you have a meek heart you're you're open to it and your maturity in christ and understanding the love of god and the grace of god is ultimately what makes you spiritual and not carnal that's good
0: yeah, many people don't understand about the love of God, and it's it, it's I pity them. It's sad, but that's why you and I are here, listener, is we're here to proclaim and to let the world know there is a revolution going on, a reformation, and it's all about Jesus. It's all about God's grace. It's all about His unconditional love for the world, for you, and for me. So I love you guys. Don't let anyone bully you. Because you walk according to grace, guess what? You're spiritual. So great job. Two thumbs up from me. One thumb up from uh, Andrea. i <laughs> just kidding. Two thumbs up. You got four thumbs up right here right now for you guys because you guys are spiritual because you, you follow the spirit of grace. So that is the answer to that wonderful question. And... Hey, I wanna I wanna kind of drop this in. If there's any questions, if there's any like hard questions that you really generally have, reach out to me. Send me a DM. Reach out to if you're if you're too intimidated, then go to our website and send us an email. Whatever it is, anonymous. I I want like if, like if you want to be say anonymous, do that because a lot of these podcasts, I really want to answer these questions that really will help. Transform your life That really will get rid of any doubt Any type of religious bondage Any type of religious fear So any questions that you may have Like Even like that hard question About drinking wine I answered it I will answer it for you guys So send me a message Send us an email Stay anonymous Send a freaking pigeon With a message I don't care Like just Like let's begin to grow I'm here for you guys And we're here as a community To help us grow in grace So I love you guys. I'll see you on the next one. Adios.
1: Hey guys, we want to thank you for tuning in. We pray that this quickened your heart. If you'd like to give a one time or become a monthly partner, visit our website and hit that give now button up at the top. We thank you in advance and pray that you continue to receive everything God has already given you by grace through faith.